I started freelancing in the beginning of 2020, just before the pandemic hit. And the reason why is because at the end of 2019, I was really unhappy. I was drinking way more than usual, which I'm not a big drinker. So that's even hard to hear sometimes and admit. And gained a lot of weight and I was stressed all the time. And then I was sick a lot. I was sick back to back, had lost my voice twice at the end of 2019 and then again, like the first couple of days of the new year in 2020. And my job required me to have a voice because it was sales on the phone. The fact that I was still going to work and straining my voice to sell this product I didn't believe in, it was just ridiculous. And it was just weird to me to be sick four times within a seven month span when I was a person who did not get sick really ever. If I got sick, it was once every few years. And then also had a few life-changing events. I just got to a point where I was tired of feeling unsatisfied, whether that was creatively or financially or both. I had to ask myself, what am I doing all of this for? I decided I needed a change. I had to first start off with changing the narrative that I kept playing in my head which was saying that there's no way I could work for myself. I can't afford it. I need the benefits. This moment is just temporary. Like I kept telling myself these things and eventually it came down to, yeah, well, how long is temporary? Because you've been feeling this way for three to four months. Why can't you do it on your own? I started asking myself questions like, what do I need to do to get out of it? I could go get another job. But I had already did that and that got me nowhere. That got me into a worse position. So it really opened my eyes to say, hey, your time here is precious and it's limited. And what you do with it may have a lasting effect on the rest of your life and your loved one's lives. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter that you put in all of this energy and effort into things you didn't believe in to support them because at the end of the day, that's not what they're going to remember. What they're going to remember is how you carried yourself at the time, how you felt. Did you get to spend time with them? Those sorts of things. I wasn't able to be the person I wanted to be. So I said, okay, enough's enough. And I left. And I had to ask myself, What am I willing to risk or lose to make things happen? And are those risks and losses not as devastating as the sort of risk and loss that you're dealing with right now? And the answer was, yeah, absolutely. They were definitely not going to be as devastating as what I felt like I was losing in the moment. And I came back to my commencement speech from my graduation at USC And I just remember it was LeBron James's friend, Maverick Carter, that came and spoke. And he was telling a story about his grandmother being a gambler and how she had told him to bet on himself. And I had never heard anyone say that before. And I took it to heart. I really did. And just in that moment, and to be in the 2020, sick doing this job that I didn't like, 
you know, losing things in my life that I would never get back ever again, I said, okay, now's the time to bet on myself because everything else I'm doing is not working. And so this can't be any worse, right? And I was right. So in today's episode, I want to share with you tips on how to get out of your own way so that you can start your business. Okay, let's start with our affirmation. This one came to me really easily, and I hope that you feel the same way once we jump into it. But the affirmation for today is, I am in charge of my own life. If you don't believe that you're in charge of your own life today, understand that you are. I know it sounds easier said than done, but if you truly believe that you are in charge of your life, then things will start to happen for you. The energy that you put out there is the energy you will receive. Let's go ahead and jump into the first tip, which is quit everything that's not helping you grow. So whether that is somebody in your life that is holding you back or something that you're doing that's holding you back, like a habit or a job that you hate, like in my case, it was not helping me grow at all. Let it go. Or sometimes even if it's a job that you like, but you're not growing in it, let it go. Because the thing is that if you're trying to grow and you're not given the space to do that, then you're just going to feel crammed, right? Or stuck. So let that stuff go. That's the first thing I did. So I quit my job and haven't looked back. And I've had other people come to me on LinkedIn asking me about this sales job and that sales job and how it's more competitive and blah, blah, blah. No, thank you. That's not a place that I see myself growing in. So let it go. The second one is to get help. For some people that are proud, like me, that can be hard to do. So if you don't want to actually go get help from other people, then look for help that you can do on yourself. So for example, I read a lot of self-help books and they helped put things into perspective. They helped me feel like I wasn't alone because unfortunately there are a lot of people who feel the way that I felt, which is stuck. And you just have to, again, look for those tools that are going to help you help yourself if you don't want to get the help from someone else. The other thing that I did is I was part of a fantastic gym and I had a trainer. Actually, I had several trainers and I had a really good support system there as well, just with other people that were working out, doing the same thing. And it was a lot of hard work, a lot of like being out of breath, a lot of achy, sore muscles and things like that. But it felt good to feel myself physically changing, having more energy feeling like I was healthy and also just, you know, making better decisions that affected my overall livelihood and my life. 
Do things that are going to help you and have people around you that are going to also help you or at least support you while you're helping yourself. And in some cases, that may be getting a therapist as well. So don't be ashamed of that, which leads me to the next one. Number three, rest your mind. When I quit my job, I took a month off of doing any sort of paid work just so that I could rest my mind. I had been working since I was 16 at that time. I was 30, so you know, 14 years of working nonstop. And it's just like, you know, what kind of toll does that take on you after a while? And I know that there are people who work their entire lives, and so I do not envy them. And, you know, I, I commend their hard work and things like that. But for me personally, I was like, I need to do something that's going to allow me to rest my mind. And that was to just take a month off and focus on me. Because I knew that if I wasn't healthy in my mind, I wasn't going to be able to help anybody else in this new career venture I was taking. You can probably hear my daughter's toys in the background. She's in the living room with Josh right now, so I apologize. Usually my sound is a little bit more tight than this, but I'm working under a tight deadline, and so you'll just have to forgive me. I'm not perfect. As far as resting your mind goes, too, you can also do meditation, which is what I did. I had the Calm app and uh, did a daily meditation in the morning. I also just took moments in the morning of quiet to just sit and do nothing. I wasn't even necessarily reflecting on anything. I just was sitting there doing nothing, which uh, was refreshing because in a world where things are always on and happening, it was nice to just sit there and I don't even know. I was probably staring at the wall or something. (laughs) So, you know, take moments to do nothing. That can be five minutes, 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be anything like crazy. The other thing I did was journal and... I didn't like it at first, which is funny because I'm a writer, but I didn't care to do it just because I think what was happening is I was being hypercritical of my writing as I was journaling, even though it's not supposed to be this buttoned up perfect thing. It's just thoughts on a page. It's not like anyone would ever read it besides me. And so initially it was hard for me because I wanted to go back and fix all the grammatical issues and spelling and things like that. And then eventually I got to a point where I was like, I'm not even going back and reading this. I'm just doing like a brain dump. So (laughs) I was like, I can, you know, go a little bit crazy. I can type whatever, even if it doesn't seem legible, whatever it is, at least it's out of my brain and on paper and I don't have to think about it anymore. So I do recommend that you do some sort of journaling. It could even be voice journaling if you want to just use your memo, memos uh, app that's in your iPhone or if they have it in Android, that as well. But that does help if you're just trying to get rid of extra thoughts in your brain and close a few tabs, as uh, some people would say. For number four, do something creative. I know for some people you're not creative, so that may be a little hard for you, but there's ways to get creative in just your normal day-to-day. So that could sometimes mean doing your hair in a different way, doing your makeup in a different way, picking out your outfit, whatever it is, get a little creative. For me, that was cooking at the time. I 
like started to grow a love for cooking in the beginning of 2020, even before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic hit, it actually uh, reinforced that love because I wanted to continue to eat healthily. And what I did is I would take the things that I liked and I would cook them in such a way that was, you know, a little bit of a challenge. I'd look at how the presentation was on it. I'd try new recipes. I'd try them again if they didn't come out right the first time. Or sometimes they'd come out better the first time and not so great the second time. So then I'd look back and say, okay, what did I do different or wrong this time around? I'd change up ingredients, just whatever. Get creative and find something you like to do on a regular basis and just apply a little bit of creativity to it. Whether that's just changing out one ingredient, one spice when you're cooking, or like I said, with your outfits, maybe pairing it up with something that you don't usually wear, like a certain pair of shoes or a certain pair of pants, whatever. So add a little bit of creativity. And then the last thing I have is to create a game plan. Now, the reason why I say create a game plan is because if you don't, it could feel like you're flailing in the wind. You may start to panic if you feel that way. So if you have a game plan, even if you don't stick to it to a T, it is still actionable steps to help you feel the progression. I would say, you know, make silent moves. You don't have to be super vocal about what it is you're doing. I was only sharing with my husband and with my mom. I would say just... You know, make sure that you're sharing with people that you trust that aren't going to use it against you if you don't do a certain thing and also sort of help you be accountable because, you know, we all need somebody that's rooting for us. Right. So just think about that when you're talking about like your support system around what it is that you're doing. And when you create your game plan, have deadlines that you want to reach and create smart goals and maybe a SWOT analysis if you want to get a little bit more detailed about what you would look like compared to the rest of the market. And then you can also sort of list out your advocates, your accomplices, your adversaries, and your allies in terms of you know networking so that you can start to look at how do I build up my clientele so that my business officially starts, right? I'm gonna talk about this more in my blog that's coming out tomorrow morning. And that way you can take some of those uh, steps and things like that to help you start your business if that's something that you wanna do. It's just available for you for free. I do recognize that everyone's circumstances are different and that nothing that I said here is universal. However, I want to offer up my experience in hopes that it encourages other work from home moms to take that next step. I'll tell you right now, it's not easy. It's still something that I struggle with, but if you're serious about it, the hard work that you put into it and the long days and nights that you put into it feel a whole lot better than going to work for someone you don't like 
with people you don't like in a place that you're uncomfortable. So just think about that. And don't be afraid to bet on yourself. When you have a good hand and you see that, you know, the odds are in your favor, go ahead and take that leap of faith. I mean, in this life, everything we do to some degree has a risk, but some risks are better taken than not. So bet on yourself. And also surround yourself with people that are going to support you and root for you because that makes a difference as well. And, you know, sometimes that support may look like tough love. Sometimes it may look like a shoulder to cry on if something is not going right. Sometimes it's things like this where um, you may be listening to somebody who's offering up their experience. I listen to a lot of people that were offering up their experience and their advice And there's things you can take and leave. You don't have to take everything they say as 100% the truth. This is going to be, you know, the way I do it. But it does help, again, to know you're not alone and that people are rooting for you and they care about you and they want to see you succeed. If you like this podcast, let me know by leaving a comment and be sure to like and subscribe. You can also follow me on Mom Homie Podcast or Copywriting Brit on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. (laughs) I'm still getting used to the whole social media thing. and I'm still getting used to the plug at the end of the podcast. So hopefully you're still with me at this point. And if this is something that you um, find beneficial, I'd say go ahead and share it because I do want to make sure that, again, other moms are knowing that there is this possibility if they want it. I don't want anyone to feel like, they're lost or stuck or that there, you know, is no light at the end of the tunnel. There are ways to help marry all the things that you like to do in a way that's going to be constructive for you and your family. It's just a matter of, again, putting in that hard work. So thank you so much for listening. And I will chat with you guys on the internets and I will be putting out another podcast episode next Tuesday. Thanks. Hey, Josh, can you turn her toy off? Sounds like she wasn't very happy about that.